Oh. Hey guys, great to be back. <laughs> great to be back. Here we go. Filthy takes back in the headquarters in Statesboro, Georgia. Back with my boys. This is Jonah. This is Walker and Lions over there just. Lions over there just chilling like always, just you know. Chilling. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go and start off with some game day college football picks to start off this podcast. We got three games we're going to choose, and we have their spreads, so we're going to pick between the games and the spreads. The first game is Alabama-Texas A&M. There's a 17.5-point spread for Texas A&M, so Texas A&M gets 17.5. And I'll go and go first on this one. I'm going to have to take Texas A&M. I'm just going to be honest. They're going to cover the spread, and they're going to win the game, so it'll be great. They're going to win by about three points, maybe four. Okay. I'm going to have to go Bama winning the game, but I don't think it's going to be by that amount of points. So it's going to be a close one, closer than people think, but uh, Bama pulls it out. I'm going to have to agree with Jonah here. I'm going to take Bama, certainly take Bama in the game, but um, they're, they're not going to win by that big of a spread, yeah. I don't believe. The next game we got is Georgia-Auburn. Auburn gets six and a half on this spread. Line, you I'll go, go first. Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, I'm a Georgia fan, but despite that, I do have Georgia over Auburn by more than the spread because it's, it's kind of a small spread, six and a half. I'll take Georgia, although they have a little bit of a few things to figure out. I'll take them winning by seven. Yes, for sure. The offense needs to be, needs to be figured out pretty soon if we're going to have a chance for a playoff contention. But i uh, got to get that quarterback situation figured out. I got Georgia winning the game in prime time. That's what we do. Georgia wins the game, and they win by 10. It takes the spread. I got to – I'm going to take Auburn. So, I'm going to take Auburn. They cover, and they win the game by about a touchdown. I just – I trust Bo Nix more than I trust whoever Georgia quarterback is going to be. And – Your hatred for Georgia is just freaking unreal. Yeah, it is, bro. Like, Like, honestly, it's okay if you don't like them, but you hate them more than anything in the world. Y'all don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be for Georgia. I'm sure Stetson's going to start. I mean, yeah, I'm not positive. I mean, Stetson will start, but they'll probably take him out. But Um, let's just say this: if we if we lined up. Metter Middle School's football team against Georgia, you would put money on Metter's Middle School. And you know that. Yeah, that's facts. But, <laughs> um, last spread we got for y'all is Baylor, West Virginia. West Virginia actually gets three and a half on this spread. So, Johnny, you go first on this one. I'm not going to cap and say I know much about either one of these teams, but I do have Baylor winning the game and taking the spread. Because it's not not a, not a very big spread, but I got them winning and winning by about seven to ten. I'm gonna have to agree with John on this one. I don't know too much about them, but I do think Baylor will win by more than that little of a spread. Right. I'm gonna go next. I well, said in our most recently deleted podcast, I accidentally deleted one of our recordings that we had to re-record. <laughs> but I got Baylor winning the game. But they did not cover the spread. I got them winning by one point, maybe mm. two. It's a very bold prediction right there, my friend, to keep very, it within very, the spread. I like being bold, but 
Let's go and hop in the NBA. Since it's the NBA Finals, we're going to give you a little Finals prediction. So, Lakers, Heat, how many games and who's going to win, Lane? We're going to start us off. Well, unfortunately, as bad as I hate to say it, I do think the Lakers will take the Finals. But the Heat will put up a fight because they've been shocking everyone in the world the whole playoffs. But I think the Lakers take it in six. All right. I take a sip of H2O right there. I'll go next, and I'm going to surprise the world here. Maybe not the world, maybe a small portion. But the Lakers are going to win the series. Obviously, King James is going to get his fourth ring. But it's going to be in five games. They're not letting the Heat take it to six. I mean, it's going to be four to one Lakers. I will have to say that shot to absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite understand that part either. It's whatever. But I got light lane, the Lakers in six. And <laughs> go ahead. Did you say seven? Go ahead. Or I thought you said six. No, I was still laughing at Jordan surprising <laughs> people, bro. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, the Heat have put up an amazing run, no doubt. But um, the goat's gonna finish them all, and LeBron will win the Finals MVP. So definitely, but. but Okay. Go ahead. Um, this next little section of the NBA Finals is a new segment called Over Under. Obviously, if you listen to sports or whatever, you know what it is. We're going to give you a stat line or something like that, and we're going to pick whether this person is going to go over or under that stat line. So go ahead and give us that first one. The first one is, will LeBron average 30 over or under? Oh, uh, will LeBron average 30 points in the Finals? I'm going to have to go under. I know, I mean, LeBron is an absolute transcending player, but what do you, what do you, he doesn't have to do that in this finals. He's got AD. He's going to dish the ball out, let AD take some of the offensive weight. So LeBron will be up there around 28, 29, but I don't think he'll average 30. He's, he's under for me. I'll go ahead and go next. The first game, he put up 25 points, so he's going to have to play a little bit. Not better, but just score more points to accomplish this goal. But I'm going to say over. All right. About 30.4 points per game in the finals. He's going to take that finals. Right. Dude's got him over. Line, what you got? <clears throat> All right. Well, I'll slide in. I do believe that he will be under 30. Mm-hmm. And I have him a little lower than Jonah. I'm going to have to say he'll average around 25, maybe 24. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see that happening, honestly. I, I think he'll definitely be higher, closer to 30 points. Honestly, if you want me to be completely honest, Autobio went out hurt game one. Okay. I believe AD is going to pull more offensive weight scoring-wise than LeBron will. Well, yeah, like I said, AD pull, is going to pull the majority of the offensive weight. But I still think LeBron's going to have those night. He'll, ha- he'll have a 35-point night, which will boost his average up. He'll definitely so. have one 30-plus night. So, uh, I mean, that's very there. fair. And Lane hates LeBron. So that could very well factor into his. That could that could be a part of the bias that he has, but it's all right. I mean, I said he's gonna average twenty five. All right, all right. What's our next over under, Dewey? Our next over under is for a player on the Heat. It is, will Jimmy Butler, have one forty point game or not? Yes or no. I'll start it. Jimmy Butler. I like the guy. He's good. He's been shocking the world lately. But I don't believe he's that kind of scorer, especially in the finals against the Lakers. I'm going to say he'll have 130 game, 130 plus game, but not quite 40. 
I'm going to piggyback off of Lane. I also don't think he's going to have a 40-point game. I just think he's not going to be able to get it done. Good player, but 40 points, I don't think so. I'm going to piggyback on that piggyback and then hop off of it and hop on the ground. <laughs> because I'm on the opposite side. Jimmy Butler is going to have, despite losing in five games, he's going to have two 40-point games. He, I got him over the one. Two 40-point games for Jimmy B. That is crazy, bro. I mean, maybe he'll put it up. We'll see. But two 40 points versus the, the and, and, and you had the Lakers winning 4-1, right? 4-1, So yeah. one game, Jimmy's going to score 40 and lose? Oh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to score 40 twice, and he'll lose one of those, yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. But the last over-under we have for the NBA is, will LeBron miss 10 free throws in the series or not? I'm going under. The GOAT's going to step up his game on the uh, free throw percentage. He's struggled his career, but it's time to step it up. I mean, you're a grown man, for crying out loud. He's like 36, 35 now. So, he's going under. God, he sucks at free throws, honestly. In all honesty, he's not a good free throw shooter. I'll say he misses 12. I'm going over. Jeez. I'm going to have to say he's going to miss over, too. He's going to miss 10 free throws over plus 5. That's 15. 15 free throws he is going Mm. to miss in the finals. Jeez, that's a lot, dude. I mean, that's respect, though, honestly. In in max, seven games, he's going to miss 15? Come on, man. Look, he's the GOAT. But he sucks at free throws. He's not. I mean, he's not good at free throws, yeah. But I, I believe he's stepping it up. He's got to, man. He needs this ring for his legacy. He needs it. I mean, yes. If he loses this series, I will hop over the fence onto the yard that says MJ is the GOAT. That's very fair. That, I agree. That's, I mean, that's, God, that, that's, that, not, that's not small. That's a huge thing right now. And I just said that out loud. That if LeBron James and the Lakers lose this series, I will be... An all-in MJ is the GOAT person. Same, same. But that's the last NBA topic we actually have. Now let's go and hop in the NFL. They played for about three weeks now. And what we're going to start off with is leaders of the MVP race or front runners of the MVP race. All right. Anybody? <sighs> I'll start it. At my number one MVP front runner, I have... I have the one and only Patrick Mahomes just leading the league right now. But at a cl- very close second, I have a a guy that's really doing really doing some some good things down in Seattle. I got Russell Wilson. I have to top the joint on that one. Well, let me just put my glasses on and hop in this conversation. Before I say a name, I'm going to roll out a few things for you. This quarterback leads the league in touchdowns with 14. And he's the first quarterback in NFL history to have 14 touchdowns through three games, the first three games. All right, he has one interception, but that interception was a tipped ball from his receiver who dropped the ball. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible play. But uh, leads the NFL in passer rating, which is passing efficiency, with a 139.0 rating. And uh, it's none none other than Russell Wilson. Is all I gotta say. Front runner, huge gap between him and the second runner. That was a very well spoken monologue there, Jonah. Thank you very much. The only problem with it is I don't have him as my league leader. I got him, Patrick Mahomes, okay. best QB in the league, and 
my dark horse for the MVP race is Cam Newton. I just think Cam, he's playing pretty well, but I think he's just going to step it up later in the season and just break out in that dark okay. horse. But, uh, what were you saying? Uh, I was just saying a couple guys I have in the, in the uh, background for MVP races. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is up there, too, late in his career. He wants he wants that award. He's he's he wants another Super Bowl is what he wants, and he's playing like it for sure. Um, next topic we got for NFL is shocking teams in the NFL. I'll go ahead and go first on this one. My shocking team is the Cardinals. They're two and one, and they beat the 49ers the first week of the season. So they're looking really, really good based on their talent and. I just think I'm impressed with them. That's all I got to say. All right. My shocking team, um, Lane, I believe you have more than one, don't you? I actually have three of them. Okay, he's got three. I'll, oh I'll go with my one. Uh, team in a new city, new, brand new facility and stadium, nice-looking place, Las Vegas Raiders. They, they really surprised me with that uh, primetime win against the Saints. Derek Carr is playing well, so I got that. Las Vegas Raiders shocking me. I'm gonna have to agree with that one. I got the Raiders as one of mine, but I also have the Pittsburgh Steelers. So far, who knows what they're gonna do the rest of the season? But so far, they're shocking me. And then with guys, a, guys, can, guys, I, guys, can I get some props for that? Yeah, I mean, I'll throw you some props. You called it, guys. They beat they beat the Giants, the Broncos, and the Texans. All three teams are 0 and 3. Let's not forget the biggest this. biggest game that caught caught my eyes was although the Texans are. Disappointing, mm-hmm. disappointing. But they, they're not bad. No, they're, they're not, not a bad, bad team, team at all. No. Look, I don't want them to be bad. I mean, we got an eighty-year-old quarterback in, bro. I mean, hey, look, Ben. And our very first episode. If you've been here since number one, you heard me. You heard me pick Ben Roethlisberger as a top ten quarterback this year, and I got absolutely plastered for it by these two guys. And I think they're biting their words right now a little bit because I'm not really I'm not, biting my words at all. I still don't think he's going to. After the season, I don't think they're going to be up there like you do. But as so far, as of now, they've shocked me okay. a little bit. I, I'll give you that. Well, did you life, hear before we get any further? Did you hear how Lane said we have an 80 year old quarterback? When did you become a Steelers fan, Leo? We we have Lane. an 80 year old quarterback. Okay, I didn't. I didn't say it like that. He obviously didn't mean to. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's let's keep it real here. Come on. He only likes half the league in the NBA, not the NFL. He only has ten favorite teams. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he just walked out of the door. Lane Young just back. walked out. Let's move on. What's next? What's next? Lane has walked out of the room. He's upset. He's getting roasted. So here we go. What we got next is our disappointing teams in the NFL. So who you got for a disappointing team? Um, my disappointing teams got to be the Cowboys. I actually got two disappointing teams. The Cowboys are the most disappointing to me. I thought they were going to be really good this year. So far, they haven't performed. They're one and two. And my other disappointing team is actually the Texans. I know I just roasted them, but they're 0-3. And I figured they would at least win one game. I mean, yeah. come on now. I'm going to slide in there and say that my disappointing team is absolutely the Texans because – in the previous episode, I picked a uh, a bold pick to for Deshaun Watson to win the MVP this year, and starting 0 and 3, I there's no other way around it. That's just very disappointing to me, and I I don't know what they're doing over there in Houston. Well, I mean, I get that. Like, I think 
I think Deshaun Watson is a really good QB, but I didn't think he was going to be MVP this <clears> year. But we got our final section of the podcast. Lane has left. He's upset. He thinks he gets roasted too hard in this podcast, but who knows? Hey, it's, you know, it goes like that. That's how it goes. For the last section, we're coming back to NCAA football. Early surprising player. Mm, I've been waiting for this topic all week, and I'll let you start. My number one surprising pay- player is Kyle Trask. I mean, he threw for over 400 yards and six TDs last week. I mean, it was just crazy. He's a really good QB. Mm-hmm. And I got another one that I just want to shout out. I mean, I just want to shout out K.J. Costello's performance Mm -hmm. for Mississippi State. I'm sure y'all have heard about it, but when he beat LSU, I mean, it was unbelievable. Threw for over 600 yards, but I just don't think he's going to keep that up. I think that was just a one-and-done It was an unreal performance for sure. Shout out to Taylor Dollar, uh, Dubebe's brother for uh the lsu loss man shout out to that y'all, yeah. gotta, y'all gotta get Taylor, right taylor loves lsu but they suck this year so. um I, I i definitely i looked at kj costello's performance and i was definitely uh impressed by it for sure but my early surprising player is down in the state of florida as well but it's not kyle trask it's the eric king transfer from houston now the starting quarterback for the miami hurricanes this guy is a Heisman candidate. That's all oh I got to say. Right I don't now. know about Heisman. Sure, he's been going crazy, but I just don't think he's going to win the Heisman. I think we're going to see one of those more well-known players win well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said in, in previous podcasts, Trevor Lawrence, I believe, will win the Heisman this year. But Derek King is making his case. He leads the NCAA in passing yards with 734. Who knows? Joe Burrow won it last year, and nobody really knew who he was. Yeah, we'll see. Then. But our last little topic of the day, rising teams to look out for in NCAA football. All right. Johnny, you go first on this one. All right, I, I've got two rising teams to to uh two rising teams to watch out for and that's going to be KJ Costello Mississippi State as my number one team to watch out for. Um they, they they look solid offensively at least in the uh, big win over LSU, and guys that's that's a that's a huge momentum boost for them to beat the defending national champions in week one. So I'm just excited to see what they can do from here. And then also with my boy Derek King at Miami Hurricanes, team to watch, number eight in the country, three and zero right now. We'll see what they can do the rest of the year. My rising team might shock you, and I got UNC. Oh. North Carolina, they are ranked number 12 in the nation right now. I mean, that's just crazy. They were pretty good for a while, and then they just fell off the last couple of years. And it's good to see them back up and running, and that's just my... UNC. Gosh. And I love their unis, too. They also play Unis well. are definitely, definitely nice. Um, Let me... Uh, We're going to finish up. Okay, we got one more little thing to say. We're going to do, this is going to take like 15 seconds, but we want to establish right now what is the best brand for football equipment in the sport of football. It, it, all, all equipment. What is the best brand? Who you got? Are we talking about equipment or apparel? This is, this is, this is, I mean, 
If we're talking about apparel, I know who my answer is. I mean, define apparel. Like, cleats. It's going to be, yeah. Socks. It's apparel. It's apparel. Okay, yeah. I got I got Adidas. And it's obvious. It's, it's obvious. obvious. Come I mean, on. If you pick Nike, you might be gay. Just because Adidas just has, their cleats are amazing, and their socks are amazing. It's just overall yeah, a better football Really, you, you, you honestly cannot beat Adidas in the football game. And they really took over about... Uh, Three or four years four ago. Four years ago, probably, yeah. They really took over. And they still take over in the cleat game. Gloves are the best, in my opinion. I mean, honestly, you just can't beat Adidas. So, uh, that was just a little little interesting thing we wanted to say. And let give us just a minute to uh, thank our sponsor, and we'll be right back with the final part of the episode. guys we're back and we just want to give you a couple announcements before we end this podcast and we just as always appreciate y'all viewers out there and y'all listeners just we appreciate it but Jonah's going to give y'all some of our announcements all right guys we have a giveaway event and some of you have already seen it on twitter but it is uh we're giving away a free custom sew hoodie and the what these things are is it is literally just the hood of a hoodie it's for you know uh, targeted towards athletes to, for pre-game get out there get in your zone whatever but to enter all you have to do is obviously listen to this podcast which you're doing right now the hoodie has our logo on it the filthy takes podcast logo on it so it's a great looking so hoodie yes yeah, valued at about 30 35 dollars it's all yours for free if you listen to this go retweet our latest tweet at filthy takes uh, to enter and we will draw a name by the end of next week and uh, this hoodie is sponsored by H&R Block and Metter Georgia. And I uh, just want to let you know that it is uh, it's an exciting thing, ready to give it away. And if you want to know anything else about these hoodies, go check them out. Athletes, go check them out uh, at SoHoodie.com. S-O-H-O-O-D-I-E.com. SoHoodie.com. Thank you guys for listening to our comeback episode. Uh, Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know any ideas you got. Thank you, guys. See y'all.